This is Stay Paid, the marketing podcast that gives listeners a competitive edge to stay motivated, find inspiration, and discover proven real-world tactics from some of the best marketers across the nation. This podcast is brought to you by Reminder Media, the company that keeps the lights on in our studio, including our Take Action sign behind us. Luke and I have worked together over the last 20 years to help small business owners stay top of mind with a mission to help them generate more repeat and referral business. We help business owners with everything from lead generation, print marketing, social media content, geographic farming, and more. We've had the opportunity to help over 100,000 entrepreneurs over the last 20 years. It's really been amazing. If you'd like to see how we can help you and your business, be sure to check out ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidMarketing. That's ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidMarketing. Take action on that today. Welcome to another episode of Stay Paid. My name is Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Akery. Two episodes ago, we talked about how to build an effective contact database, whether you're using a CRM or something as simple as an Excel document. But more than just building and maintaining your list, you have to build a consistent pipeline of new leads coming into your list as well. So today we're going to talk about how you can use AI. Yes. Through multiple different ways to help generate leads for your business. This actually comes from a blog uh, over at ReminderMedia.com slash blog. This was our highest... Uh, viewed blog for this last yes, month because so everybody's be, obsessed with AI. Everyone man. wants to the know robots how can are taking AI over. Help my business. Did you see um, what was the company? Oh no, I'm having trouble remembering a company names this morning. But they posted a nine hundred thousand uh, dollars job for an AI person. Like, no way. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember who it was, but Jeez. they just they guess yeah they posted a job uh, in AI nine hundred nine hundred grand. Just a just Insane. a cool nine hundred. I guess I guess, dude, we're gonna go get our AI. But it shows now. you the power of obviously where we're heading with AI. Everybody knows that you're seeing the headlines, you're reading it in the news. A couple of really cool things that you can do with AI beyond. We'll, we'll kind of get yeah, to. But like did the, you hear just before we get into it? Did yeah. you hear that ChatGPT has become dumber? Is <laughs> like, dumbing down because like, humans are interacting I, with yeah, it too it's much? It's literally like they said it used to answer these math problems ninety eight percent accurate. Now it's two percent. Oh jeez! And I was like, what? That's crazy. Now I don't know if I believe the yeah, article I don't know about, or not, but, yeah, but I was like, yeah, sign. but they say there's been a, a um, downgrade in its quality of answers because of that's crazy. Know, it's yeah. interesting though because ChatGPT four is like the fourth version so it's so guys it's if been you getting human believe- interaction this whole time i guess it's just been not getting it from the mass public <laughs> yeah i don't know i was gonna say yeah if you ever believe in the public to make the right decision Ooh. now you know no there you go <laughs> well before we get too much into chat gpt there's a couple things i wanted to point out because there have been you know some ai uh, uh ways of targeting and and hitting on potential leads for your business yes that maybe we didn't consider ai now maybe it's more ai now because it's a buzz term but it's always been very algorithm based very artificial intelligence based one of the data driven. Yeah. One of the things we've yeah. talked about a lot uh, is the ability to do enhanced targeting. So you could do that through something like a predictive analytics. We've talked about this on the show a little bit, yeah. uh, but through predictive analytics, you can actually find out who is, uh, if you're, uh, if you're in almost any industry, this could be uh, relevant, but particularly in real estate and real estate adjacent industries, this idea of finding uh, people who are most likely to move. Yes. Right. And the way that it's actually finding people who are most likely to move is it's taking thousands of data points across kind of these three main buckets. The first bucket being consumer data. So they're looking at how are people spending their money, right? So credit card companies are selling your information. So if you go to the store and you buy a a pot or pan, or let's say you buy some, uh, some baby diapers, right? They're going to know, hey, this person might be either had a baby or might be having a baby. And so they look at these different data points and they start to put together like this matrix of of information 
on you behind the scenes. Uh, the second piece is property data. So they will look at your property and they'll look at the age and they'll look at the number of bedrooms and the number of bathrooms and the square when you footage, it, when you bought like it. That. Then they'll look at the other properties in the area that have been uh, selling recently and they'll be able to create a score whether or not you might be looking to sell your property based on all of those other data points and then layering in the consumer data piece of it. And then the last piece and probably the most powerful piece uh, that has you know emerged over the last decade or so is this online behavior. So the actual sites that you're going to. They're Every time you go you. to a site and you see that little pop-up that says, uh, we, you must accept we our use cookies. cookies. Right? What they're doing is they're creating a digital footprint, a tie yeah. between those you, aren't Oreos people, your IP and the sites that you're visiting. And those data companies, guess what? They're selling that to yes. other data companies as well. So they're taking all of that information, putting together and basically creating these models of people and these matching data points that are most likely to perform an action in this case, that would be to move. So either to buy or sell uh, their real estate. Yeah, exactly. And uh, like the algorithm we give for free to all of our clients is like 24% accurate. It's yep. crazy. Yeah. Like one, meaning like one every out of every four names it predicts in your database yeah. actually moves. Yeah. So what, why Which is sounds that low amazing? until you look at like, all right, well, who can I, can I target a thousand people and, and hope that I'll get the, the uh, hundred people that are going to move in there? Or can yeah. I target 300 people? and get the hundred, uh, the 75 or whatever the number is, the 75 yeah. people that are going to. Well, it's there. like, because you have a limited marketing budget, you have a limited amount of time. So you got to choose out of all these millions of people out there, thousands in your community, who do you focus on? Yeah. This algorithm just makes you that much more efficient. The reason why I think everybody should be using a likely to move algorithm is not because it's perfect, but because it makes you more efficient. Yeah. Now you know where to spend your time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Another way to do enhanced targeting is this idea of data analysts. And we actually have um, a company that we partnered with uh, that does a fantastic job at this uh, with a really unique idea. And Luke, you can talk a little bit, bit about it because you understand sort of the, sure. the behind the scenes, but Catalyze AI, they can actually predict who is inheriting properties. Yeah. Well, it's interesting, like Catalyze AI, and this is really powerful for real estate, but also like insurance, yeah. um, financial advising, especially. It's a life event. They basically happening. partnered with um, some big, big companies, but these companies basically have access to these obituary mm -hmm. sites. And I don't know if you know this or not, but like um, the obituary sites know that someone died before the the government most of the time knows yeah, people okay. died. Before the Speed to lead matters tremendously, yeah. Yeah, right? Okay. So they're taking this type of data of going, okay, Luke's father died. Mm -hmm. Then they partner with other databases to go, well, who are Alan's next of kin? Mm -hmm. You can get Alan's next of kin from other databases. Then you can partner with other, or partner, you can correlate with another database to go, what is Alan's uh, assets? Mm -hmm. Like what is public record that we can get on Alex or Alex Allen? What properties does he own? You know, those type of things. All of a sudden you can start building a profile yep. on who this person that passed away was, mm -hmm. how many assets they had. And then guess what? Now, you know, they've passed away. Where are those assets going? Those assets are probably going to the next of kin, mm -hmm. most likely. So now you can serve up who the next of kin are, get their contact information there. And speed to lead is incredible, yeah. right? So some of my best deals in real estate investing have come from inheritance deals. Yeah, okay. Where literally the father owned three properties, the mother owned three properties, and the kids don't want them. Mm -hmm. So we bundle up and we package the deal and, and we buy all help, three. Yeah, we they, buy they all want, three. For help. They want cash. Yeah. They want it fast. Yeah. Those are my best deals. So as an investor, man, if I can get access to people who have passed away, this sounds kind of Mormon, I hate to say it this way, but right. people who have passed away who have assets that 
I can offer a, a value yes. to the, the beneficiaries, the next of kins, because they don't want to have to deal with that hassle. And then speed to lead. Yeah. Incredible. Now, and then they're scoring the quality. <laughs> Man, it sounds so terrible. They're scoring the quality of the people who pass away. <laughs> right. Well, I think from a leads perspective. Yeah. And you have to enter it with the idea, like people are looking for help in those situations, right? So they want somebody uh, that can help them, yes. you know, move forward and, and move 100%. on. And like you said, make, make quick decisions, yep. right. That to kind of move them along. Cause they've got other things yeah. to, to worry about and deal with there. But why don't we bring all this up? Look, 82% of sellers are going to work with the first agent they speak to. So if you have access to the data, you have access to being able to contact, reach mm -hmm. out and help these sellers, uh, 82% of them are going to work with you first. Second big bullet point here that we listed out in the blog post of how to use AI or why it's important is improved efficiency. So we had Ray Ellen on the podcast. Uh, he is the host of This Week in Real Estate as well as uh, broker at Pixel Properties Realty. He talks a lot about chatbots and AI assistance, making sure that you have chatbots set up for your website yes. and social media. And I thought one of the things that he took uh, that I took away from that, which I loved, was uh, he said he actually found these Deceptibots, right? So whenever people try and pretend like it's a real person, they actually perform worse. If you're upfront and let people know that you are uh, that they're interacting with a chatbot, wow. they're more likely to stay engaged with that chatbot, which essentially gives you the opportunity to qualify leads super interesting while you sleep because yeah. that's really what you want to work on whenever you're building out your chatbots you want to make sure that you're asking the questions that are going to get you your ideal client and then funnel them down the path of obviously ultimately the idea of uh, speed to lead and then reaching out and following and you can them. teach these chatbots with ai now literally all of your info so yeah, you like feed we, them all of your faqs correct. right yeah. we use tidio Tidio, however you pronounce it, and they give you an AI portion that you can do, and you can feed it all your uh, product information. You can feed it all that stuff. Um, Chatbase is another one that I know of out there that you can do that, and it will learn now with AI. It will get good. It will start taking in people's questions from your chat, start understanding I don't have these answers, be able to, you can upload documents to these chat box. It, it will now have all your information that you've uploaded in a document. So if you have a document or a market report, right? For your real estate market. You can upload that to your chat bot. Your chat bot now knows what's going on in the market. Yeah. And imagine saying like, when someone hits your website, would you like to know the average selling price in your area right now? Great. Yeah. Type in your zip code and it knows it and it just spits it, it, it back. It just spits right? it back. Yeah. Hey, can I come give you a free evaluation, yeah, exactly. a market evaluation of your home? Number three uh, point on the list and that we mentioned in the blog post is being able to create better lead nurturing. So this is where I'll sort of bring up uh, ChatGPT because this really helps you become extremely efficient in creating messages that you can then use for your emails, for your social media posts, for your blog posts, for your video screen scripts uh, because you can give same thing with ChatGPT. You can give it the information and then you can have it write, you know, your next email campaign, your next social media post, all of those different things that you don't have the time to do. You can use to help nurture those people that are already in your database better with that, with that consistent touch point. Um, Katie Lance, who we had on the podcast, she has some great ideas for prompts because when using ChatGPT, I think the most important thing, and this is something that a lot of people struggle with, they tried ChatGPT once, they don't get the result that they want and they move on, but they're not necessarily using the correct prompt. So a couple tips that she gives is some, some simple stuff here, like using the word compelling. So write five compelling Facebook posts about buying or selling in the Denver market, you know, or why you should move to X area. Um, using the word compelling is going That's to really produce good, yeah. different results than you just say, you know, write five Facebook posts about yep. having XYZ. We've tried other ones where we've used like sensational as a modifier or 
uh, as much as I hate to say it, like clickbaity yep. as a modifier. Make it a hook. Or hook point yep. as a modifier uh, to get the results that you want. Choosing the tone that you want so you don't want your copy to come across like it is robotic. So you can use what is your tone? Who are you naturally? Do you want to use a friendly tone? So write this in a friendly tone. Write it in a professional tone. Write it in a playful tone. So one of the ideas there could be write a friendly email to convince people to request a free market analysis or whatever uh, you wanted to, whatever you were promoting in your email or your post, I went through and did it in like three different styles. And it really is interesting how the difference between friendly and then professional professionals, like, I hope this email finds you well. (laughs) And uh, it's very, very, uh, you should really tune that to your tone. Uh, You can use it for informative. So a great for an email newsletter of what's happening in the market. Again, you can feed ChatGPT the information on the current market. Here's a great hint for you. ChatGPT has like a character limit. So if you go over a certain amount of characters or words, like 2,000 words at a time, if you have more than that that you want to feed to it, you just tell it, hey, I'm going to give you a bunch of information on the current market on or what's happening in the market in Philadelphia. I don't want you to respond yet. Just reply red after you've read it. And then you can feed it all the information. Crazy. It'll respond red. Then you go, great. Here's the second set of information. Just reply red after you read it. And then once you get it, you can say, thank you. Now I always, I'm very polite to the (laughs) chatbots. I say, thank you. And like when I, if I use it for the first time, I'm like, hello or good morning. Like I want to make sure that it knows that I'm just not there to demand things from it. <laughs> just in case if it ever gets to a point of iRobot, Look, Josh will be cover loved. all basis right now. Right. Then you can tell it, okay, thank you. Now write me an email newsletter on the market report for yeah. Philadelphia. And it'll actually use that information because, because so it doesn't have that information. So it doesn't have information Correct. past like 2021, at least chat GPT does. Yeah, Bard does. Out there. Bard does because it's hooked yeah. right into to Google. That's, to that's Google. Like it's, it's Google's. Bard is Google's. Bard is Google's, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you can do that. Um, and then what you want to do there is just modify it. So if you if it writes something for you, you know, your first prompt is to write the summary, then you want to modify it. Maybe the second prompt is use the summary above to write a 500 word piece that explains the topics to beginners. And it's going to dumb down some of the information. The third prompt now it says change the tone and make it sound more friendly. The fourth prompt might be convert the answer above into text for a presentation with one slide for each key point. And as you do this, you can continue to get multiple pieces of uh, content out of it that can feed. So good. It can feed your website content. It can feed your blog post content. It could feed your social media content. Maybe you want to build a carousel. Take this thing that you just wrote and give me five, you know, 10 word points or bullet points on the information that you just It will just make you so efficient. I was coaching an agent the other day. They got a $1.3 million listing and they were like, I need to do a video for this listing. So I just said, I took the listing address and I said, write me a video script for this listing. And it literally wrote a whole script and it gave the editor comments yeah. like the video like the videographer should Cut zoom to in. Roll up. yeah exactly it literally did this plus what you're supposed to say welcome to this you know whatever and i was like wow like it's not going to be perfect you're going to have to add your own personality or tweak yeah. it a little bit but it takes 80 percent of the work off the table yeah and why are we bringing that up like and as it relates to lead nurturing right this the, you need to be producing and adding value to the people on yes. your list, to the people in your sphere, but you don't have time. You don't have the time to do all of it. So unless you're using a professional company, you can partner with Reminder Media. We can do it for you. But if you're not using something like that and you you, you need you need to eliminate the excuse. Yes. Of, oh, I don't have time to put together the market report or, oh, I'm not a good writer, so I can't put together my email list like a Ricky Carruth yep. who attributes all of his deals 
to, to his that email. daily is a daily email it's or a weekly, 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 weekly email, email yeah. that he sends out to his list. If that's an excuse that's holding you back in your business, it doesn't have to be an excuse anymore. You can use some of these tools that are available to us now. And, and they're like free. Luke said, add in your own. They're free. I just want everybody to know that yep. you're not charged for chat GPT. You can do the professional whatever uh, mode. I think it's 20 bucks a month right now or something, but um, they're free. You can go just create an account. Yeah. All right, there you go. There are some ideas for how to use AI to generate leads for your business. Thank you so much for listening. You can head on over to Stay Paid Podcast for the show notes and the video of this episode. And if you're interested in trying out the data that we were talking about, this Catalyze AI data, like we said, we are partners with them. You can go to catalyzeai.com slash reminder media. And I think the deal is 50% off your first three months. Yes. So it's a fantastic way to just get in there at a low price point and just see what the data is. You get a fresh data set every month. Yep. And then you can pick whether or not you want homes over a million dollars or under a million dollars. And you can pick how many records yep. you want to get. And they have a whole nother side for financial advisors. They qualify by net worth and all that stuff. It's very popular in the financial field as well. Yeah. So we'll include a link to that in our show notes as well. But again, that's catalyzeai.com slash reminder media for that deal. If you uh, like this episode and want to support the show, uh, head on over to Apple Podcast, drop us a five star review along with a comment. We'll read it here on an episode. And the best way to show your support, we really appreciate it, is to share, stay paid with someone that you know. Five ants. Oh, speaking of ChatGPT, I had it write me another dad joke. Uh, five ants rented, so don't blame me, rented an apartment with another five ants. Got it? Five ants rented an apartment with another five ants. Yeah. Now they're tenants. <laughs> that's pretty good for That is a pretty, that's that's the pretty best good joke. for AI. That's the best yeah. joke it's given, yeah. There you go. If you want to get a hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com or you can find us on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, I'm Luke Acre. My action item for you for this podcast is go use one of these AI tools, whether it's Bard with Google, whether it's ChatGPT. Pull one up, create a free account, start using it for your email writing, your listing descriptions, your content to give you ideas at the very least to save 80% of your work so you can be more efficient to spend it on the more important activities, which is relationship building. Remember the difference between top producers and mediocre producers in every business is top producers take action. Take action on that today. 